Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where we bring you the latest in the Chicago Bears experience. I'm uncle, nephew, and I'm son, and we're talking bears. Hey, this is an exciting and depressing week. <laughs> man, I'm not, I'm not depressed at all, man. I'm actually seeing a lot of things I'm happy about. You know, being Bears fans, man, is tough, especially when you when you um, you struggle to to have any to put anything in a trophy case in a while. I think what happens to the fans is we we become real connected. You get what I'm saying? It's almost like having like a, a you know new family or something, and you get these guys in here like Roquan, best player on our team, been been the best player on our defense for a while. Um, so you hate to see him leave because when you don't have much going, and that's the you know, it's been the highlight of your squad. It's like, oh, we don't want to see this guy go. But, I mean, in reality, I look at a couple of things. We weren't winning with him. You get what I'm saying? And even with him out there, like you said, five tackles, the defense gives up 40 to Dallas. It's like, obviously, 49. something has to be done. Some 40, jeez, you're right. But, obviously, something has to be done. Um, and I and I, and I commend, uh, I commend polls in them for – for having the, con to the, the confidence to go ahead and, and make those moves. Cause you know, the fans aren't going to be on your side. Now is where they have to really show and prove with picking the right youth, the right young talent, making the right moves with the, with the cap room we have and getting, and getting our team where it should be. I actually think our team is going to be better for this right now. It's just tough. Cause it's like, you know, we just lost somebody close to us. And uh, I think that's kind of what, what Bears fans are experiencing right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'd agree with you. I mean, well, first of all, just, just that, that loss to Dallas. I mean, there's just no excuse for giving up 50 points. That, that's a basketball score. I thought, I thought, I'm, I thought I'm, I'm sitting there watching uh, um, the Mavericks and the Bulls, and I'm like, why aren't the Bulls winning? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. And, and it's like, come on, man. That, that's the, that score is from the second quarter of a basketball game. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, yeah, but on the other hand, it kind of really made things clear for polls, I think, because yeah. uh, the trade deadline is looming. We've already moved Quinn, which we kind of saw coming since, you know, the offseason. Right. Um, and uh, we're really – and what we really saw in that game was the changing of the guard. The monsters of the midway aren't on defense anymore. And uh, we just got to let Justin be that monster, and we really got to unleash the beast on the offensive side of the ball. And I think that's what Poles is trying to do. All of the subtractions that he's made, um, for the most part, have been on the defensive side of the ball. So now I'm really excited to see what additions he's going to do. We've obviously just got Chase Claypool as of like two hours ago, which is huge. That's an enormous yeah. target for Fields. Um, I think Chase Claypool's game fits Justin Fields' game very well. He's a big target, a vertical threat. Um, and a contested catch guy, which we do not have. And, um, you know, it's just it's just good to see that the ownership is acknowledging that shift and starting to stack the talent where the talent already is, you know. And, uh, you know, I just want to see I just want to see Fields grow. Obviously, that's the that's the dude. And uh, I want, I'm excited to see what Chase Claypool can bring to our offense. Yeah, well, you know what, when you, I mean, that that's that's huge. And, and I think Claypool, you know, he, he hasn't had a thousand yard season and he was playing with Big Ben. So, you know, I kind of. He was playing with old Ben now. That was more of a, that was more Ben Kenobi than Ben Roethlisberger at that point. Oh, oh that's cold. But, but I, I, I will say, you know, you know, still, not needless to say, he's a good wideout. There's, there's nothing taken away from that. He, without question, comes in and is our second best wideout, if not our best wideout, right? Um, and, and that's going to be proven. And, and I, I actually like that competition point. I like the point where, you know, bam, he comes in. He's our second best wideout. Uh, Harry now has to say, okay, you know what? I really have something to prove because I'm not trying to beat EQ out. I'm trying to beat out uh, um, Claypool and Mooney has to, you know, uh, really step up and establish that this is his team as far as the, that wide receivers room. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if Mooney can outplay Claypool, Claypool and Claypool 
can be at minimum what he normally is, is you know, 800 yard a, a year guy, then, then that changes a lot. You know, um, what I don't want to see is, you know, unfortunately what we've seen sometimes in the past is guys come to the bears and we are so run focused um, that they, their numbers drop. So if Claypool becomes a 600 or a 500 yard a year guy, you know, he, he, he then, uh, eh, I don't know if we made the right, right choice. Um, Cause realize in, in you know, it, it, hindsight's 2020, but um, you know, I mean, Roquan's leading tackler in the NFL, that our defense is, is, is going to take a step backwards, two steps backwards. Because even with Quinn not being much of a factor this year and having kind of a year, a 2020 year, not a 2021 year, where he had 18 and a half sacks and almost 50 tackles, he's looking like 2020 where he had two sacks. Um, but nonetheless, he is somebody you have to account for. When you line up, you have to account for him and you, you have to make sure that somebody good is blocking him. I, I um, agree with you. And I will yeah. point out though, that he is, while he is doing that, what he's not doing is pushing us into contention. What Correct. he's not doing is allowing the young players behind them to get those valuable reps they need so that they can get better. And if you watch where this team is trending, Quinn is not trending that same direction. And if you watch where this team is trending, also with Roquan, Roquan's not trending that same direction either. Roquan is in a more um, win-now mentality. He hasn't fully embraced, and the Dallas game kind of showed, he hasn't fully embraced this new defensive scheme, being the will linebacker. He's not scraping over the top the way he should. There were a couple of plays he got washed out. He's not engaging blocks when he needs to. He's still trying to run around them like he's an inside linebacker playing behind, you know, some 300-pound guys. So it's really not the best fit for him. And I'm I'm happier that we are making this move now before it's, you know, a bigger problem in the offseason. Well, yeah, I mean, would, yeah, if, if we went to the offseason, he becomes a free agent. Um, we either have to franchise tag him or, you know, try to sign and trade and get a compensatory pick at best. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that, and, and we definitely would get a compensatory pick for him yeah. if he walked. We get a nice compensatory pick. But, you know, the, 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 you know, here, here you are. I, I'm looking at the, the you know, you, I don't necessarily think that you can backfill with a, a rookie. I'm looking at the um, inside linebackers that are available. And of the young ones, we've got um, Anzalone from Detroit, who I really like. I like that guy. When we played against uh, Detroit, he he was everywhere. Well, so we Anzalone's up, out there. We picked up um, AJ Klein from the Ravens in exchange for Roquan. And then Did we, we? Got, I didn't. I didn't know we actually got a human. Also, I didn't know human. Yeah, yeah. So we got we get AJ Klein a second and a fifth in return from the Ravens and the Roquan mm -hmm. trade. And then um, obviously we got Jack Sanborn, who's probably going to be moving to mid and letting um, Morrow slide over slide over to Will. Um, and then obviously we've still got our you know Matt Adams and Joe Thomas yeah. these guys. So, so, I mean, AJ Klein's been out there for a while. You know, obviously they didn't trade uh, and give us two picks because he was e equal to, to Roquan. Nobody equal to Roquan on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but, you know, <laughs> in, not... you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, just in general. Like, I mean, you look at um, Klein, he, he's, you know, you look at his total number of tackles, I think his, his best season was like uh, – uh, um, you know, 75 tackles or so, um, you know, when, in 2020, when he was with Buffalo, so he's decent, but you know, that that's not. Yeah. Um, he's, I mean, that's what he is though. He's a, he's a plug and play replacement player for, you know, rotational spot duty this season, run support, pass defense. He's decent at both. And then we'll draft a guy 
who we will start to groom to be his replacement, probably in the later rounds. You can get quality linebackers third hey, round, no problem. Yeah, hey, but if we're if we're gonna do a free agent, um, Anzalone, I really like Anzalone. Dude, I don't want to take I don't want to take nobody from the Lions, man. They're the it's, worst defense hey, in the league. It, it, Screw Anzalone. It, it, Screw the Lions. Screw their whole team. I don't want nothing. Anzalone's a beast, man. So. <laughs> You know, right. there could be a hey, Barry Sanders was on the Lions and so was Megatron. So, you know, you, you, you can be a great player on a bad team. And the one thing about taking a great player from a bad team, you know that he has work ethic because you, you, you can't be a great player on a bad team if you don't have work ethic. I mean, that's, that's what the Ravens are saying about Roquan. So I know the same. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's the guy I want to put my chips on. So, I mean, we we can look. I'm sure Bolts has done his research and his homework, and he's looking at players. And, you know, Eberflus is a head coach, defensive-minded guy. So uh, he's going to have guys that he's going to be floating up the chain to. So we'll see who they who they lean on. If it's Anzalone, then, you know, you'll get a W in your little, you know, we're yeah. talking Bears win column. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. No, no what about – I mean, you look at the last couple of seasons for Claypool, uh, um, 2020 and 2021, he's a pretty young guy, um, 873 and 860. So I'll even give him nine. I mean, he's, he's knocking on the door at 900. He's over 850 for his uh, first two seasons in the NFL. And I, I don't necessarily know that this season's starting off quite as well, but – they're having a lot of troubles out in Pittsburgh. So, well, yeah, they've got no quarterback out there. And so he's actually moving into a better quarterback situation than he's ever been in with Fields. Um, Fields is, is by far the most talented quarterback he's played with. Roethlisberger had the talent when he was young, and then his arm talent just deteriorated as he got older to the point where he was throwing the ball. I don't think he had air yards over like 20 or 30 yards for the last season he was there in Pittsburgh 2021. Every pass was like 20 yards, 30 yards tops. Um, most of them shorter than that at the line of scrimmage. So Yeah, but people are arguing that about uh, our boy JF. Not that he doesn't have the arm strength. He has the arm strength, but his completions are, a lot of them are short. A lot of his completions are That's because screens. we don't have the downfield guys. And Chase Claypool is that. That's why. So we well, just saw, we just saw Bayless Jones that. drop. Yeah, but you can't have one downfield threat who can catch because yeah. then you have two safeties and a corner on him. So that so this is going to open Mooney up because the safety now has to pick what side he's going to defend. And if you put two safeties in the backfield, then okay, it's cool. So you got two safeties back there. You can cover them both. Now whoever's in the underneath is wide open. Komet is wide open or Jay, Jay Fields can just run. So well, the other thing about Claypool that attack. The other thing about Claypool that I like is is the fact that um you know, he's what he, he's bigger than Fields and just as fast. He's you yeah. know, 6'4", 238. So he's 6'4", yeah. almost 240. He's, he's uh, you know, tight end size. Mm -hmm. He's tight end size uh, as, as a wideout. And I think that is going to, uh, you know, that makes a difference. We've, we, we, you know, now we are big at the wideout position. And that should also continue to be, you know, good on our run plays. Um, you know, having a big strong Mooney blocks fine. I got no Mooney blocks way above it. He punches above his weight class when it comes to blocking. But uh, I miss he's straw weight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's only so high up he can punch. Yeah. <laughs> right. So so uh, you know, but I, I like him. I mean, it, you know, if if he brings nine hundred yards a season to our uh, uh, offense in in receiving. Um, so I, I guess, you know, almost half the season's gone. So that's huge. That'd be 500 huge. for the, the next half of the season he would need to do. Um, yeah, that that's enormous. And it's, it, it really, you know, he, he would be knocking on the door of, is he the number one for us now? So here's, so here's the thing with that. Here's a stat that I looked up, um, is really, really simple, but it's great. Mooney and Claypool entered the NFL the same year Claypool is a second round pick Mooney is a fifth who do you think has more yards between them well Mooney does because he had that thousand yard season how many more 
it shouldn't be much because he was like 600 his guess. first guess. guess my guess is he's 100 yards more what did you say you... i said 150 it's six hundred no six six yards, yards. okay six okay. yards more. mooney's got 2050 like as of right now mooney's got 2050 claypool's got uh I think 2044. So this is this is the 1A1B that we asked for 100 percent This okay. is exactly that. Like toeing the line. You know, pushes Mooney. Mooney's got to prove he's the top dog, but he they come in pretty much on equal footing. Claypool's okay. got a couple more TDs just because he played with better quarterbacks early. But um, you know, uh, right now they're 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 almost as even as you can get. I think Claypool's got 12 or 13 TDs to Mooney's eight. So but now when you've got this over-the-top threat with yeah. people that DBs have to game plan for and back off for, um, one, you can use them on underneath routes a lot more often, and you can get those quick passes out like you were saying. Yeah. Um, but two, he he just makes that deep ball so enticing, that big that big ball to EQ that we missed, um, you know, on that, that hike and go um, at the start of the Cowboys game. Claypool probably catches that. And the one to Vilas Jones, Claypool probably catches that too. And, you know, if you've got a guy that catches two 40-yard balls in a game, you know, Mooney does whatever he wants underneath for the rest of the game. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. that's a huge, huge thing for Fields to give him a more balanced attack. Um, we kept Montgomery. I like seeing that we did not trade Montgomery at the deadline. I heard some rumors that he might go to the Rams. Um, yeah. I would have been salty. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, me too. I'm a little upset. Well, I, I mean, I felt like we, we have a great running back room. I don't want to – and we have a truckload of money. The running backs aren't expensive, so, you know, keep so keep that keep that chemistry. It would have been a decent trade. I wouldn't have been upset if we did it, given Mooney's contract – or Monty's contract status. But it was the, – the one I read was um, potentially Monty to the Rams in exchange for a mid-round pick and Cam Akers, who is – He's riding pine because he's in Sean McVay's doghouse, but he's a talented running back. Um, a little bit of injury history in the past, but he seems to be over that. Like he looked explosive at the start of this year, but um, just. Yeah, but what what are you going to, I mean, what's the value? That That's what I'm because saying. Are we going gonna, gonna to improve our running back room? Well, no, it would be a, right. it would be a downgrade yeah. for our running so, back room, but it would give more touches to Khalil Herbert who they kind of want to feature. He fits their scheme better and he has been the more effective runner. So, uh, but it keeps us in, it keeps us with a power back, fills in another pick that we can use to shore up weaknesses throughout the rest of the roster. So I, I do understand it. I, it did, I'm going to argue one of your words. I'm going to call him a more explosive runner. Um, it, it, yeah. with, it, yeah. it depends on down and distance. And if you're sitting in the red zone, on the uh, near the goal line i want montgomery in there i mean herbert's been knocked back at the goal line demo is not happening no i agree and and like i said i'm happy we kept montgomery i hope that means that they intend to resign him at the end of the year but the way that this kind of roster clean out is happening i don't see that going that way and um I think Poles is going to let Monty walk in free agency, unfortunately, and then we're going to play the market or play the draft and try to get a re- replacement for the power back position. And then I, I'm going to say it, to me that's that's foolishness because one, there's chemistry there, it works. He he fields trust him when he's dropping back that that Monty's got the that Monty's going to clean up any mess that comes his way. Uh, but moreover, I mean, it's a good running back room. We're, we're doing something we haven't done in, uh, uh, you know, nearly a half century, which is three 200-yard games back to back to back. And it, it's not just Fields. Fields is running like crazy, true, some of it for his life. But <laughs> uh, Monty's running. Uh, Khalil Herbert's running like crazy. I mean, we're, we're running, you know, so yeah. let, let's not – you know, let's not. We we we've got enough problems. We don't need to create a problem. I, you know I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. I was only saying that it wouldn't have been a horrible trade if he had done it, but the impact that Monty has to this offense, I think, is is worth more than than Cam Akers in a fourth or whatever that would have been. Yeah, there so, you go. There you go. There you I want to ask you all this, man. I'm 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 used to the Bears being defensive. I know now the league is uh, all points and passing and all of that um 
and we still run the ball. Like you said, we that's what we do. Um, historically, like we're running the ball extremely well right now. So I, I just, what I'm afraid of, of course, we're retooling, we're rebuilding. I'm not upset about seeing guys like Quinn, Roquan, you get what I'm saying, guys that most likely won't be, um, wouldn't wouldn't have been present for the for us to make it um, where, where we're trying to go uh, in this rebuild. But I'm afraid of getting away from being a team that can stop other teams. Like I do not, 49, like I remember we used to discuss, uh, you know, if the Bears can get three touchdowns, where, you know, we're, we're in games, we got a great opportunity to win. That last night looked like, man, we, I mean, we scored 29 and we weren't close. And you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and we really weren't able to stop anybody. We talked about how second, um, touching the game a little bit, we talked about how second quarters were looking bad for us. We finally, we won a second quarter, but we could not stop them. I remember looking in the box score, 14 each quarter, 14, 14, 14. Man. Why are they scoring on us like that? Like, what are they, why are they scoring on us? And like, when are we, because now, we, I mean, we talked about the offensive line. We didn't really change the offensive line, but now the biggest issue is clearly defense. You know what I mean? It's like, so... Um, what do, what are you guys expecting? What are you all hoping to see? I'm just nervous that we won't be a good defensive team anymore. I I hear you, but I'm not worried about that. And <laughs> the reason I'm not worried about that is is two words: is Matt Eberflus. Everywhere he has gone, good defense has followed. Literally everywhere. Dallas, great defense, great linebackers. He was a linebackers coach there. I think he moved up to like defensive coordinator near the end. Then he moved to Indianapolis, where they posted top 10 defense after top 10 defense year in and year out. So I'm really not too worried. I think once we get the players that he wants, like he needs he needs a, a good defensive tackle. He had DeForest Buckner in Indianapolis. If we get a good penetrating three technique, like Tommy Harris style, that makes that Tampa 2 offense tick. Right. We can't get any pressure up the middle right now. Everything we're getting, even out of Justin Jones, is looking like stunts, broken plays. Maybe once in a while he'll make like a, a really great play to slip a block. But when you have consistent pressure up that gut, when you have good ends that are able to contain run and also rush the pass on third downs, that's what makes that defense tick. When you they have to make that quick decision and get the ball out and there's, you know, eight guys looking back the other way, seven guys looking back the other way, depending on the coverage call, you know, and uh, so I think yeah. the defense will improve as we get the players. That, I, I, I hope you're right. I know we're taking a step back right now, but I, I hope you're right. Hey, let me, let me toss something up and I want you guys to guess at what I'm, I'm tossing up here. Get that graphic on the screen. What is that? That's what a great question. What's the Fibonacci sequence. <laughs> no. Souls, what you got? This looks like those numbers in the matrix when Neo was standing at the computer. And <laughs> is this when they said the world was supposed to end? What year? Two thousand. Being real cryptic. I think it. Was, it was I think Y two K. This actually <laughs> tells us when we moved to Arlington Heights. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bam. Ouch. Hmm. Yep. 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 So like. Man, so what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say, like, like something happened <laughs> at that Dallas game, and it wasn't all Robert Quinn. I mean, we were shutting people out. The only thing, well, the other thing is when you look at uh, NFC East teams, um, you, you know, well, the Giants and 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 the Dallas, uh, we didn't shut them out any quarter, even though we should have beaten the Giants. Um, but in general, we're pitching a lot of shutouts in quarters which is a really good sign. I mean, that, that's a good sign. You got, you, you, against the Patriots, we got close to shutting them out the whole game except for, you know, giving up the two touchdowns to the, the rookie. Um, but I, I think that's really, really important to, to see that we are, you, you, you know, you got to work towards shutting somebody out for a whole season. I mean, for a whole game. And I think when you have a good defensive season, you're going to see some shutouts or very close three point games, stuff like that. Um, that that's kind of, you know, where the bears are when we're Super Bowl ready. And I think we need to, I think we were working towards it and we just jumped away from it. Um, and which is okay. Cause our offense wasn't Super Bowl ready, but 
you know, our, our defense was, was, wasn't, and our run defense wasn't, but, you know, we have to move towards uh, being great. Let me give you one more graphic. This is, this is, this one hurts really bad. It's about the Dallas game. Oh boy. And yeah. These are the worst games in Chicago bears history. Mm. Mm. Worst. And, you know, where we just let another team Where's run the wild. What's the, uh, I mean, just the, the, the score it looks like, right? Yeah, right. from the score, the amount of points we we've given up, and you know, uh, um, every once in a while it's happened, but doggone it, it's happened a lot after two thousand. I mean, you take there's there's uh, two thousand fourteen, just a terrible year. Um, this year, two thousand two, but then there's, before there's that, two from two thousand fourteen. Yeah. But but before that, you know, you might have one every 20 years or so mm. um, separate. You know what I mean? There, well, here's 64 and 65. So they were struggling then, too. But, um, you know, we need something's got to give. And I, I think that, you know, when you see something like this, polls has to do something. You know, polls has to make decisions. Polls has to make changes. Um you know, the fact that he he got rid of maybe our best defensive player. But, you know, honestly, if this happens and Roquan's our best defensive player, right. then that's telling you change has to occur. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some really, really amazing defensive talent uh, on the D-line at edge rusher in this coming draft. And we're poised to pick up a lot of it. That's for sure. Then on top of that, this move to get Claypool, early in the season, one that helps expedites Fields' development, which is shifting resources, I think, to the direction they need to be shifted to. Roquan was great, but Roquan's not helping Justin. Um, and this season was supposed to be about Justin from jump. Uh, obviously, salary cap issues and, and team needs and whatnot played into that, and Poles played the hand he was dealt. But now we're starting to see his plan starting to come together. And it coincides with Justin's own development, you know, him taking that step forward and leading this offense with nobody on it, you know, that, that really puts the onus on your GM to be like, yo, get this dude some help. And, and he did. Right. But what that does is that frees him up to use his first round pick or, you know, trade either to trade back or to um, select a defensive guy who can bring some immediate help to, you know, the D line and whatnot early. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, we obviously need, you know, that that lightens the the stress for using a pick on a wide receiver. But yeah. we we gave a pick up for a wide receiver. Which is a notorious gamble, by the way. You know, wide receiver and, first round picks do not have a very high hit rate, unfortunately. Right, right. And that's a gamble. But you know, so now we can, you know, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out if, you know, our pickup from the Raiders is is decent. I'm assuming that the he will be start to get on the field some, find out what he looks like. And, you know, then, I mean, we still need to pick up somebody from for the offensive line with the draft, but we can go in and probably safely do a heavy defensive draft. Um, you know, we still need to grab a wide receiver to go into the mix, but, you know, with yeah. Claypool and hopefully Nikhil Harry continues to grow, um he's he's you know his past few games he just get a little little more all he needs to do is be a number three if harry can be a number three or eq is kind of i consider eq playing like a, a three four wide receiver right now one of the two of those guys needs to step up and be a legit number three and we have our top three receivers and they're they're good yeah. and um you know so uh, we need to work on that line and, and we can draft a defensive line and some linebackers because uh, I feel like we have our secondary, feel good about our secondary. Um, and I think we're competitive and, and you know, we're going to get some free agents. You know, I don't I don't think we're going to sit on one hundred and thirty million dollars worth yeah. of uh, spending. I mean, we're going to pick up some some playmakers. I think we're going to go after a lot of defensive talent and free agency as well. Um, I think there's more to it. I got to double check and go over the free agent lists, um, you know, and, and just see who's likely to come out. You know, some teams have more cap space to resign people, et cetera, et cetera. But um, man, there's, there's a not, 
insignificant chance we could get Roquan back. I'm not even joking about that. That is not so. So I looked into it. Um, the Ravens, from last I heard, are not close to re-signing Lamar, which means there is a very high chance he gets franchised instead of being re-signed. If he gets franchised, Roquan walks. But I think they're not going to trip too much about that because if he walks, they don't have too many other free agents expected to leave and they don't really have a lot of holes to fill. So they're probably going to get a third round pick back as a compensatory, which they probably would be okay with. Give up a second, get back a third. In which case, Roquan would be free to sign with any team he chooses. I don't know if he's going to come back here, but it, like you said the other day, you were talking to me on the phone, you know, it, depending on his relationship with the McCaskies, which seemed very, very strong, there's a non-zero chance that he could get that back. And if he does, man, that would be a coup. Yeah, it would be a coup. I mean, you basically stole two picks from somebody. Right. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, can I? Can that would I be nice, off? actually. That would be nice. That would be wild. That would be the masterstroke of all masters. I don't know if Poles is that good. I don't know. Try. I don't know, but that's that's kind of like borrowing a car from Hertz and getting to keep the car and getting your money back. Exactly. Hey, I wanted to ask you all, though, I know we're talking a lot about the Bears front office moves, uh, GM moves and what the team is going to look like in the future. But let's talk about the game a little bit. I want to I want to get you all take on. Um, I felt like, man, our offense in one week, like oh, maybe overnight. Something happened, man. We were moving the ball. We it, the struggle that we've been seeing. I didn't notice that this time. Um, I, for me, I felt like uh, they put Fields in, a, in a, uh, on the attack a little bit more. The fact that for the last couple of weeks, like we've been talking about, they designed plays for him to put the defense on their heels. He'll snap the ball. He'll get out, take off running, or they'll make some plays where they can quickly uh, get get on the defense and uh, get get them going in the opposite direction. I think that kind of um, makes the defense stay honest and it opens some things up for Justin. Uh, what do you guys think? Because defense obviously let us down this game, and the offense came and did their thing, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, you can't. If you score, uh, I mean, honestly, I, I call it, we scored 29 on the board, but let's be honest, we should, we we really were at 34, and I say that because um, we, 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 you know, we got probably the best kicker outside of Robbie Gold in the NFL. We would have kicked both of those extra points if we weren't so far behind, and We'd have kicked a field goal at the end. Nah, um, Justin so, Tucker is the best kicker in the NFL, not Robbie Gold. I, I love Robbie Gold. All right, all right, Justin all right. Tucker is the best kicker in the NFL. Right, whatever, man. I'm giving Bears props, okay? I feel so, like he's not a bear no more. <laughs> he's not a bear no more. All right, all right. He's still the bear in my heart. He's still the bear in my heart. That's, that's fine. Right. He accepts this. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, so, but, but, you know, the, the offense did it. The offense did its job, but it, it comes on the heels of the third 200 plus yard uh, uh, game on the ground. You know, and you sit back and win, uh, um, you're well over 200 yards on the ground. I mean, Khalil had 99, Fields had 60, Demo had 53, and Velas had 33 on, on two carries. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we ran the ball down their throats. Um, we only got 17 uh, catches, but you know, here's here's the good news. Mooney had five catches for 70 yards. Um, Nikhil Harry had secondary. No yeah, Nikhil Harry had two catches for uh, uh, 24. Hey, That's let's bad. add. We add Claypool into the mix. If he can get the same thing as Mooney. That that makes us a lot more dangerous. Absolutely, know? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We like so, that. We like that on the outside to you know give us that extra bump on the passing game. Um, but like you said earlier, man, he's also going to give us a big bump on the running game. Imagine a yeah. run play with him and Nikhil Harry blocking. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's five yeah. tight ends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get you get Velas Jones coming around the corner and Claypool leading them. Yeah. You you might have you Vela's Vela's run stats might be ridiculous. We may be able to forgive his inability to hold on to the ball when it's in the air. I don't know if we're gonna forgive that. No. Look, no. <laughs> Catch the ball, kid. Catch right. the ball. That's your job. You're done. You're not a running back, sir. Right, right. <laughs> You're a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we still, you know, again though, with, with all that said, we've gotta um 
you know, Fields has to be throwing more than 200 yards, you know, a game. Has to is a strong phrase. I think I think what Fields has to do is have the option to continue, like they've been doing, to run or pass in those mm-hmm. situations, especially on critical downs, because his legs are such a weapon that him having the option to run opens the pass. And yeah. if he get if he chooses to run because you fade back and he just runs, gets a first down, walks out of bounds, runs, gets I don't care, cool. Yeah. You have yeah. to figure out how to stop that. And if they can't stop us and we're going to have, you know, Phil's going to have 80 to 100 yards a game on the ground or, you know, cool, then I'll, I'll take that. Because a safe, easy, effective yardage doesn't put anybody at risk. No, there's very little risk of turnovers. It allows them to play a safe, efficient game and keep our offense on the field. I'm totally okay with us just running the ball down people's throats. Yeah, and we did. It was 240 total yards on the ground. And would have had more, but I think Ebner netted minus five, so. (laughs) Sheesh. You know, but he's the rookie. What are you going to do? You know, he gets to sit around. Let him watch and learn, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because, but, you know, you get 240 on the ground, you're supposed to win. You're not supposed to lose getting 240 on the ground. We just. You know what? I think this is, for for once, um, you know, we've been talking about the Bears' uh, woes and things we needed to correct for a while now. And I finally feel like we're, we've got it together. I feel like Poles and them have us going in the right direction. Even though this was an ugly loss, giving up 49 points, I'm excited about the things that are happening now for the second week in a row. I mean, Quinn gone, uh, Roe gone, lost the game. I can't say I'm uh, as frustrated as I've been in past seasons and um, because I feel like we're doing, we're doing the right things. And, and even though we see we're losing, uh, I see that we're gaining also, and we're gaining with the young pieces that we have. So, um, I mean, it's, it's bittersweet, really, for me right now. Uh, I'm just waiting to see what we're going to do next. I know I think we have uh, Miami. Is it Miami we have coming up? We have Miami, and Miami is beefing up to try to uh, battle Buffalo and Kansas City. So yeah. they were very active in the trade market. They yeah, they just, just picked up uh, some things. I think I want to say Jeff Wilson and Bradley Chubb or something like that sounds about right and that's man that's a huge that's a huge pickup bradley chubb is a monster on the on the end he's almost 280 pounds at dn or outside linebacker rather and that man plays fast like he's not like micah parsons fast or anything like that but for a man his size he moves and that is scary you know what? Speaking of uh, Parsons, I mean, one of the things that I would say, um, you know, for Dallas, I know we did give up four sacks to Dallas, but you know what? It, it, as bad as some of the games have been as far as blocking and the fact that, that you know, like we've got several injuries on that offensive line, um, that actually wasn't a bad performance <laughs> it, it, it wasn't bad let's see yeah. yeah you know the line, you're saying yeah i mean it was serviceable yeah which is a big sentence that's growth for our old line i mean it it, it hasn't necessarily been serviceable there have been several games this year where it's just you know been come on man that would have been the rating yeah yeah so, I mean, I'm not saying, yeah, you want your franchise quarterback sacked four times and on the run a lot, but, um, you know, the, you know, the, the it's just when it's a step up from nine, yeah. uh, <laughs> when, when we played the Browns, yeah. come on, man, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And that's what I'm saying. Right. With right. And, and <laughs> even with fields, with his running, um, he only had eight carries and some of those were design carries. So that's actually feels like it's down even from last week where they were emergency runs, you know what I mean? Where he's running for, where he's just trying to get out of there. Like several of those, um, I think in my head, at least three were design runs. Am I correct on that? Um, I know it was a few. I know it was a quarterback. He had the touchdown. That was a design run. He had a dive that went nowhere. That was a design run. Um, there was a little RPO that went nowhere. Um, he got like, you know, maybe four or five yards off. Yeah. I think the rest were scrambles because he had yeah. that. So then that that's, back. you know, I look at that. That means that, that you know, he had 23 attempts um, and he had, you know, five design runs 
I mean, five, five, you know, emergency runs and four sacks. So he really dropped back to pass uh, 32 times, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know what I mean? So I, I, that's what I've kind of been looking at is, is like, how many times did he drop back thinking I'm going to throw this ball? And it didn't work out. So he dropped back, (laughs) you know, 32 times. And, you know, honestly, he he ran five of the times and threw for 17. So even of all his dropbacks, he's even over 50% of completions for total dropbacks. He was was over 70%. Well, no, no, I mean, well, you're you're talking about where he actually threw the ball. If you include the runs... Right. So so the runs he had five runs. So that's what 28, 20. So then you include, I mean, then you, you account for the fact that he had one throwaway where he just tossed it after a play died, and then he had the drop by Velas. Man, that dude barely missed. Yeah, dude, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's just the well, cup. I'm gonna I'm not gonna put the runs on that because you know, some of the times there have been times in games where he's just panicked and ran. And I understand why he's panicking and running. I'd have panicked and run because, you know, you it's just far. like, you, yeah, you, you, there's four guys trying to converge on the same spot and smash you in four different directions. You know, yeah, you, you need to run, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, yeah, you're a little bigger. You you probably need to go to Dante Culpepper route and just try to truck him and then throw I'm him. A, I'm going to truck somebody. You know, you truck don't got the legs dude. like that. Right. But but you know what I'm saying. You when when you look at when you look at that and you look at those numbers, you know, um, he is it is growth. It is growth because you know he was completing fifty percent of the passes he threw. That didn't count the sacks and the times he ran. Yeah, you you know what I mean. So he was completing way less than half of the dropbacks. Now, like literally. He dropped back 32 times to throw the ball and he completed 17. So he's over 50% of total dropbacks, even that are completions. That's even including the times he ran, Mm -hmm. you know? So uh, I think as that number climbs, our offense gets way more dangerous because now it's not just like drop back. He might run. It's like drop back. uh Uh-oh. You know, the safety has got to stay put especially with Mooney and Claypool, mm. you know, I, I, I got to stay put because this guy, yeah, he might run, but he might throw it. <laughs> right. and, and, right. and you're starting to see though, that teams have to respect that. So when they do, they have to be looking at him. You know, they have to keep the safeties in zone. They've got to keep linebackers in zone and that gives him simpler coverages to dissect. And that just, that's just going to bump up our passing numbers. Now that he's got a, an additional weapon um, and then Nikhil Harry backs. So he's got several weapons that he didn't have, you know, when he was throwing them 50% completion games, you know, yeah. that, that can bail him out in times where he really just, you know, he's got to throw something up. Uh, and you'll, you'll see his passing numbers improve as he gets his, you know, chemistry down with those bigger guys who can win those contested catch situations. Yeah. I mean, I hope Claypool is, uh, is on his way to Chicago to, to get up here and toss the ball with fields. I'm sure I'm sure he is Look, he better be yeah yeah he needs he to be, be uh he needs he needs to be at Hallis Hall tomorrow morning uh working out with the guys you I'd know be surprised I mean? if he wasn't you know because uh, yeah. uh I mean I'm not yeah. gonna lie man in Chicago we're spoiled um I talked to guys about the Bears and try to tell them you know I think uh uh Poles and the guys they're making they're making the right moves it looks like uh from where I'm sitting but man you got to realize how spoiled Chicago sports fans are, man. And it just carries over. It's all the teams. Think about it. When you get Michael Jordan in 84, and then it's like, oh, when we draft, we get Scottie Pippen. When we go to free agency, give us Dennis Rodman. It's like, yeah, man, that's what, that's what we're used to. We draft guys like uh, Erlacher. You get what I'm saying? That's what we're used to. So when you talk to these Bears guys, they're like, oh, you, you did this. You gave up your best player. And it's like, all right, be patient. Give us, give these guys a chance, give them an opportunity to put the right guys together and then watch, and, and watch how we do. I, man, I'm excited about what's going on for us right now. Um, I don't have much to critique. Um, well, I do. We could, we could critique the game all the time, but we're, get, we're putting the talent in place. So some of the things that we're having issues with are like expected. You get what I'm saying? So we don't sit and harp on that all day long. I'm just right. excited to see what, what, what they're going to do moving forward. 
And um, it's finally looking like, you know, in the, in the time to come, maybe by next season, we should we should legitimately be the team that we've that we've been um, expecting us to, to get to. So we're, we're entering November now, looking forward, looking ahead. We just picked up a wide receiver threat. Our offensive coordinators figured out how to use fields. But at the same time, we've dismantled the last of, you know, what what's good about our defense, save the secondary. Right. Um, how do you see this November going? Right. So we've got Miami coming up. Then we've got the Lions. Then we got the Falcons. Then we got the Jets. That's our November. How do you guys see that going? I mean, you you know what? <laughs> I, honestly, I think it, it it really has to. We we have to see what happens at linebacker. Um, obviously, Morrow is probably going to be rope one um because you've done that job before and it, it, we really got to see what happens um i think that we're not going to get any better against the run right I, I don't i don't think we are um maybe we do if we do i'm surprised but i don't think we're getting any better against the run i think teams are going to continue to run it down our throat um we and we don't really we we're not getting any better at pass rush so, uh, you know, I, I think uh, uh, teams are going to our, – our cover guys are going to have to cover for a long time. Um, I think it, it, it matters how, how fast Gordon learns, right? If we can become four lockdown uh, um, defensive backs, um, then we can control the score of the game. If we, if, if we still, um, you know, are, are basically uh, – two lockdown defensive backs and one and two, you know, pretty good guys. Um, it, we're, we're, we're going to have a tough time. I mean, we, we didn't get better defensively and we were winning on defense. We have gotten better offensively, but we're still not good enough to, to just chase people down and blow them up. We can't drop a 50 yet. We're, we're not in that. We're not in that range. Although offensively Khalil Herbert is murdering it. Uh, averaging 6.2 a carry for the yeah. season <laughs> for the season yeah, yeah. he's murdering it um you know so so that is uh wow you know you know what can you say but um you know offensively we're getting better but uh you know are, are we at the point where we're gonna average you know 35 points a game no i don't think so i mean i i would say we're not as far away from that as you think the way we're using fields right now, defenses have not come up with an answer for him. We've seen now three very talented defense that fields is just run around um, and just play sandlight football and done whatever with a very limited offensive cast. Now we've got Claypool that now we're, we're going to hit on more of those deep balls and 50-50 balls that, you know, how many how many balls have we seen him throw up to the end zone that have been dropped? Uh, I count like six this year alone. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been, then, yeah, it's been. then there's then there's deep throws that have been dropped and I've counted three to four of those so like you know you want to talk about putting up 35 points a game the last couple games we're averaging 31 <laughs> so we're not as far away from that as you're making it seem if fields can sustain this level of play for any length of time man we got a dog on our hands well I, I mean you know what uh uh from your lips to God's ears, I hope that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, those are two of the best football guys that we just destroyed for 33 and 29. So, yeah. um, yeah. man, it's 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 really hard. And I, I predicted this a long time ago, man. Once you really start utilizing Fields' athleticism properly in the scheme, and once you start, you know, running these run plays where you know you're really playing with the mesh point between him and the running back. That that is murder on a defense to deal with. Everything in the NFL is like read it, understand it, go on defense. Well, you yeah, and then when you have go and you got to make the right choice. Now you've got eleven guys that have to make the right choice on some very very ambiguous rub concepts and and mesh concepts in the backfield. What? And yeah. they've got a guy running four four in both directions. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you got that's you, really hard to deal kills. with. Speed kills and, you know, like you said, I mean, you want to, from a defensive standpoint, you want to 
get things down to the point where the defender doesn't have to make a decision. Just feel, you know, Lovey Smith, just play your gap, man. Right. Play your gap. Well, that's not going to work against us. No, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to make a choice and you're going to have to make it in real time. <laughs> yeah. And that's, right. and that's what I'm saying, man. We're not as far from 35 points a game as you want to believe. If we can maintain 190 yards a game, yeah, that's why I said we gotta we gotta throw for two hundred. I mean, we and and uh, uh, let's hope Claypool's that difference. If he comes in and catches sixty yards, sixty, you know, if he if he gets fifty to sixty yards a game um, over the last uh, um, you know nine games, um, you know, let's call it sixty is what I'd love to see. If he gets sixty yards a game over the last nine games, and that is in addition to what everybody else has gotten, um, you know, yeah, we're in that 200 yards passing, and that makes all the difference in the world. If you can pull one 30 to 50-yard deep ball in a game, we're already at 200 yards. That's it. That's the only yeah, thing you have yeah, to do. Yeah, Go yeah. up, be on the field once for one second, catch a 40-yard pass, we're over 200 yards a game passing because we're yeah, already yeah. at like 170 a game. You know and, what I mean? That's and I don't feel like, like we That's have to. Much. I don't feel like we have to change our passing mix because, as as you guys keep noting, there's a lot of drops. There's a lot of drops, and, and so I think you know Claypool's going to catch more of those balls that are hitting the ground, and you know so maybe we pass an extra four or five attempts a game. That's not going to change you know, the nature of the team we are, we basically are no. going to still be the same team, but, you know, assuming, you know, we give him eight targets and pretty much give everybody else almost what they got, just taking a few away, a couple away, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get more catches and more yards and less drops. That's the, that's the plan. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I mean, I think that, I don't know how that doesn't happen. If that doesn't happen, my jaw hits the ground because Claypool. As long as Pettis doesn't come out there and put on the Claypool jersey and we think that we're throwing the Claypool <laughs> then I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You're right, man. Hey, Pettis, is hey, on Pettis, our, Pettis is one of our guys. I should not be doing him like that. Actually, we're talking it, it, bears, but man, oh man, he's definitely. But he actually caught like about. four balls last game. Yeah, no, uh, I know. I know. Um, I don't think he caught four. He caught, no, he he caught, caught like four. three the game before that, though, right? He caught four. He caught four. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. he's been showing up a lot more lately. Yeah. Uh, he, he even fought for that one ball on fourth down to not let that be an interception, you know. Has well, he didn't, he didn't want one. to get punked twice. Yeah. That was it. That was it. And I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> Give me this. Because <laughs> he, he, he got man, punked Jeff. before, and, and I'm sure it was tough coming back in the locker room after getting punked. So, I mean, he went – beyond the call of duty because that was a pick and he just took it back from the dude he's like hey I, i've seen this game before right. give me that ball yeah. you know? and that was that was a good move by him man respect hats off to pettis for that yeah you know, i forgive you for the drops because of what you did there no i'm not going to give them for the early you, you look you still got a little bit more to do in my eyes you, got right. you, you gotta keep you're working your way but back. you're forgiven I like you're forgiven for sure yeah good job yeah. good job yeah well uh hey i don't think there's much more to say about the dallas game but thank god it's over thank uh, god it's over. <laughs> i mean i don't know i don't know if we're gonna be looking too much better against miami man i uh, i gotta admit this is one that looks like we're, we might take an l here man their offense is tough. crazy tough. and they got tyreek hill they got Jalen waddle Oof, man. yeah but detroit held them to 31 i mean we just can't let, them. yeah to 31 okay look hey look Look, what are we just having this conversation about? It, it, I feel like the way the offense is clicking the last three games, if we can do the same thing, the defense really only has to hold teams under 30. The problem is none of our DBs, save really Eddie Jackson, have like long speed. And none of them have long speed in the way that Tyreek and Jalen Waddle do. Those are both low 4-3, high 4-2, if that. Uh, Tyree's probably low four two, honestly. Yeah, and, so, and I'm not, I'm not yeah, taking nobody here to run fashion or four four. I, I'm not taking anything away from, him, but uh, DBs are always slower than receivers. I mean, that's just that's I mean, just the nature of the game. 
but I mean, these guys are the some of the fastest receivers ever, right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying they can put up points in a hurry, and we just sold the other heart and soul of our defense. So you yeah. want to talk about an emotional letdown for the defense? This is this is that game. So I'm well, they, they've got it now. It's time for the the one advantage I, I think we have. The one advantage that I think you have is guys like Sanborn want to prove that they are starters. That's it. That's got to be it. That's got to be it. So guys are coming in off the bench going, hey, they're letting dudes go, and this is my chance to make my name in the NFL. And yep. they've, they've got to, hey, you know what? That's a fantastic occurrence. You know, you, you can have uh, – um, <laughs> Who was our boy, our running back who came in? Um, Howard, Jordan Howard. Remember Jordan Howard's first play um, from scrimmage? Uh, he came in, uh, the, the running back was was injured or whatever, and, and they let him on the field, and he came in, picked up 40, and that was it. It was his job from then on. I mean, literally broke for like a 40-yard run on his first sure. play. I mean, and hopefully Sam Bourne can step up, but I don't know if he's going to really have much effect on Tyreek Hill, to be honest. No, no, no. Sam Bourne's not going to have an effect on Tyreek Hill, but what if he can slow the run game? You know, what if, what if he's, what if he's, you know, get, what if he's then taking they're throw the box right heads? Uh, yeah. I'm really not. I, like, I have very little confidence. Put it that yeah, way. No, no, I'm just throwing out wild. What if when I go to sleep Saturday night, I dream the Bears win this game big? Yes. And, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Any That's given Sunday. I, I agree. I agree. It would take it would take a serious offensive showing to keep up with them, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And, and you know what? And and hopefully I'm not we saying we up. need to we need to win. Obviously, we're, we're tanking in some ways on purpose. Um, but if we could have some serious offensive showings and, and make and run with some of these guys, that would be great. That would be growth. I mean, yeah, if they beat us you know, uh, um, 35 to 33, I'm actually not that angry. Yeah, same, same. I'm like, yeah, I'm you know, we, we ran with them. You know, yeah. that, that's, 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 that says something. You it's know? a new creative way to lose for the Bears. I'll mm. take, I'll take that over getting mollywopped, right. <laughs> giving day. up a right. pity. Any day. Man, come oh. on. I mean, we'll, we'll see. It's our time, man. We're bearing down. Things is looking up. Things are going well. We lost some players, but hey, we looking good, man. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'll Sorry. be the first to see it. I'm gonna predict a W for us this weekend because I always do. I'm taking us by three. I'm not gonna say we're gonna destroy them by three. It might be a close one. Um, and I think the offense is gonna come out and do their thing. I think I think we're gonna go probably 28-35, somewhere in that range. And we're gonna we're gonna unfortunately have to have to ride this L train. Um, yeah, the long yeah. well you know what i, I want to predict a w2 but uh, uh uh i think the green line the red line and the brown line are, are really going to control this so we're going to be on the l <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whatever whatever guys whatever <laughs> hey, hey look hey we need that optimism man we need that optimism just score yeah, 30 no again if we score 30 again, yeah, we gave up uh, two of our best defensive players. If we lose, we lose. But if, if we score 30 again. Our offense is coming alive. And I'm, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I can say, I say Chase Claypool catches two touchdowns in his Bears debut. Ooh. Ooh. That would that's be amazing. That's, that's what I want to see. Uh, you know what I want to see? I want to see Darnell Mooney catch two touchdowns because – why not? They can they can have all the touchdowns today. Four touchdowns for Justin Fields. You heard it here first. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna say that I, I'm not saying that Chase. I'm saying Chase is more of a, a few catches and a decoy as he gets, you know, warmed up. But drawing some of that attention away from Mooney, I, I want to see Mooney get loose because he finally got somebody out there that's equal to him, so mm. that they can't just sit on him. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So I, I want to see I want to see Mooney run away into the end zone and dance. Let's go. Let's let's. Dirty Mooney. Let's go, Mooney. This is a Darnell Mooney stand account. Yep. Darnell Mooney stand account. Got to make us look good. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, well, if you guys are liking our content, 
remember like subscribe share you know see us on twitter we're always putting polls up um always engaging with the community out there uh we want to hear from you guys we want to hear what you guys want to uh hear us talk about uh if you got any questions or whatnot you know we got a lot of a lot of resources over here so you know um, tell your friends about us yep Are pass the word around Mama tell there. them about the best fan-sided show going yep and tell them how i predict a win every week tell them about that that'll get you yep tell your cousin uncle mama baby daddy yep there you go so well, i'm uncle Poles, and i'm nephew i'm son and we're, we're talking, talking there. there.